Hello and welcome. I'm Jeff Bonanno, and you are listening to the Do Something Nice podcast. Do, 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 do something, 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 do something, do something, do something, do something nice, 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 do something nice, do something nice, do something nice. Hello, my friend, and welcome to another episode of Do Something Nice. How was your day? I hope you've been doing well, staying safe, and are looking for a reason to be thankful for the fact you are able to open your eyes every day and continue to draw in a deep breath as you see fit. We have been in challenging situations in our life, all of us, but one thing you can count on is that you are still here to tell your tale. Something that is so amazing about human life is that we are versatile. We can adapt. We can learn. We can improve. We are capable of identifying problems, and with enough effort, we are able to fix those problems. We have the ability to react on our feet, and we have the ability to turn things around on a moment's notice. I remember teaching this idea to kids when I, along with my friend Deb, a school counselor, worked together on running a magic club. Years ago, when I worked for the school district, Deb and I got to talking about magic being a way to help kids learn and overcome life's challenges. The idea is that through magic, you can counsel kids on how to overcome problems they might encounter in life. They would learn how to problem-solve, handle situations that possibly might come across as impossible or too hard to figure out. It can teach them how to handle themselves under pressure and how to communicate with others. It can teach them so much about even themselves, who they are, what they are capable of. Through this magic club, kids learned not only magic tricks and how things worked, but they learned creativity alongside with critical thinking They learned how to present to large and small groups and dealt with situations that were not scripted, not planned, or otherwise would need some time to think about how to overcome that challenge, but instead only had a few seconds to come up with a plan when things didn't go right. Kids through this program learned how to be a team. They learned humility and grit. For example, they had to learn the importance of practice and putting in all the effort needed to get good at not just magic tricks, but practicing their skills and applying their ideas. They learned how to communicate and how to react when they had to communicate with somebody that didn't necessarily even wanted to communicate. There were times when tricks didn't work or when tricks did work, but the audience wasn't impressed or they didn't get the reaction they were expecting. How do you react to that? How do you overcome these otherwise embarrassing moments? Are you a failure now? Will the others think you are stupid or are they all just laughing at you? You know the feeling. We've all been there. We all want to run and hide and never show our faces again. But facing your fears, standing up and learning from your mistakes, building up that confidence that you can get through this, that's something you learned from stuff like this. 
You develop the courage and you learn to press on. In fact, things may not actually be as bad as you first thought. Maybe you can turn this around. But how? Through this club, kids also learn how to work together. Help pick each other up when one person is down. How to help each other get better and motivate each other. They also helped put together full magic show productions, and they all took part in it. They learned how to share and how to give each other credit where credit was due. They learned how to give effective and constructive criticism and feedback, and how to take that criticism and feedback, develop a bit more of a thick skin, if you will. Plus, they also got to feel special, important, empowered, and loved. They learned of the magician's code, which was a magician never tells their secrets. But they also learned that it's much more than just that. There was a level of honor and respect, a level of importance, of responsibility as to why you kept those secrets. It wasn't about being privileged, being better than those who didn't know the secrets. It's about how it creates a level of fun, excitement, and mystery for those who don't know the secrets. It also taught the feeling you got when you saw someone who genuinely wanted to be included and learn something new. The power of joy you felt when you went from student to teacher and brought someone under your wing to help them, teach them, and provide that same boost of confidence that you got from it. That feeling of making others feel special. Even when you performed, you get that feeling of making others feel special that feeling of joy you see in others when you perform for them, the emotions you invoke as you make an item disappear from your hand and then reappear in theirs. They learned the joy of making someone else smile, brightening their day. You never know what their day was like before they saw your magic trick, but you know from their smile and laughter that at that one point, you made their day better than it was a moment ago. And not only can it be used in schools, it can also be used in hospitals. For example, for Dr. Brian Wynn, who practices in physical medicine and rehab, magic's something that he incorporates into his services with patients. Dr. Wynn is a doctor located in York, Pennsylvania, and earned his degree at the University of Maryland School of Medicine and earned his undergraduate at the University of Maryland, Baltimore County. And while his credentials are that of a typical professional in his field, he brings a different level of medicine that isn't taught at a university, even though that is when he started learning it. Often when patients go into rehab center, they go there with the understanding that the doctor is going to come in, help them push and train their bodies during the healing process in hopes that it will repair and bring back the use of their body to its fullest. It's usually a painful process and takes time. The patients are already in pain, and they see a recovery process that takes a long time sometimes before they even see improvement. If you've ever gone through physical rehab before, you know how uncomfortable it is, and while the end result is meant to help your body heal, it's not usually a fun process. But Dr. Wynn surprises his patients by entertaining them as well as help them heal. This doctor said he hopes to inspire hope and belief in the rehab process, that over time they will be able to walk out of there on their own free will. 
something that was initially designed as a way to break the ice with his patients, these card tricks quickly became a thing that made the healing process more effective, a way to help divert their attention from the pain. After treatments, Dr. Brian Wynn would return to patients' rooms and share the healing power of magic. According to Dr. Wynn, he feels patients are a part of the team alongside with the nurses, therapists, and other staff, and he encourages them to be as involved as possible. One way he gets their involvement is by sharing this interest of magic with them. This is something that he has created quite the reputation from with his patients, who say they have never seen a doctor like this before, and they enjoy seeing a doctor surprise them with a deck of cards. Canadian magician and illusionist Doug Henning once said, The art of a magician is to create wonder. If we live with a sense of wonder, our lives become filled with joy. When we bring joy to those in pain, we bring a unique way of healing. When people or animals are in pain, it's easy to center their attention on that pain. When we take the time to get their minds off of that pain and share a sense of joy and happiness, we are able to improve the chemical process in that brain. And it helps improve blood flow, oxygen intake, and many other things that are subtle yet potent in the healing process. When you find a way to make people smile when they are in pain, you are making a difference in their life. And while it won't necessarily take away the pain, you are making the healing process more tolerable. Of course, if you would like to learn magic yourself, there are a lot of ways to start. And the effects of magic benefits both you and those who you perform for. But you don't necessarily need to bring joy to others by using magic. You can do it in other ways by displaying random acts of kindness, by doing something nice for someone. You can bring even more joy by doing it without getting caught. Bring them a sense of mystery as to who would do such a nice thing for them, especially without the need for recognition. This is definitely one way to make them feel special and bring joy to their heart, especially during a time when it is needed in their life. And I can guarantee you, it will bring joy to your heart as well. But now, I would love to hear if you have either experienced this healing process through magic or if you've witnessed someone else bringing joy to another. I would love for you to share your stories with me, and I would love to highlight them on this show. So if you have one or just would like to leave me a message, you can send me an email to mailbag at dosomethingnice.net or leave me a comment on the dosomethingnice.net website. Well, my friend, that's it for this episode, and I certainly hope it either added to your wonderful day or made it just a little bit more magical. I would love to hear your feedback and ratings, so if you would like to follow this show on social media, you can on Facebook at Do Something Nice Podcast, on Instagram at BA Nice Ninja, or on Twitter at BA Nice Ninja. You can also find this podcast on YouTube and at dosomethingnice.net, or wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcasts. Do Something Nice and the show's music is produced by myself. Part of our support also comes from listeners such as you. So if you love the show, like the design of the logo, or more importantly, love the message to do something nice for someone without being caught, you can officially enjoy it on useful merchandise at our own Do Something Nice merchandise store. 
For example, I have one of these shirts myself that I'm actually wearing, well, right now. And I'm pleased with the quality of softness this design is printed on. We have stickers with positive messages that you can stick anywhere you'd like. And in fact, we have so many different things, including t-shirts, sweatshirts, flowy tanks, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. These are great gifts for yourself or someone you love who could use a little positive reminder. And at the same time, you are helping me keep this podcast going with your support. If you would like to check out this cool swag, simply go to dosomethingnice.net and click on the swag menu at the top of the page to go straight to the Do Something Nice store. And if you find something you like, you can use promo code NICENINJA, all one word, just because you're listening, and you'll receive a 10% discount off your entire order. Finally, I want to say thank you so much for listening in. And remember, to be a nice ninja and do something nice. Take care and stay safe.